everyone and welcome to lipstick and tea we are your hosts brianna and faith hi guys lipstick and tea is our talk show catered to all women of all colors to discuss issues and topics that affect us and today's topic is we're breaking the chains the mental chains for the um, light skin and dark skin issue a lot of people believe we should leave that issue in 2015 but so many races still deal with it latinos asians and african americans we still deal with it Uh, many people believe that it stems as far back to as slavery where the lighter skinned african americans or mulattoes were in the house um, and the darker skins were outside in the field with harsher treatment, brutal treatment. So what do you think about that, Bree? Um, well, I think that that's an interesting topic just because th- though it may be true historically that lighter skinned people, and not always, but they had lighter skinned people in homes. The truth of the matter is a lot of lighter skinned people are the byproduct of rape. Back in those times, it didn't matter the color of the slave, the female slave. She was raped. And usually the lighter-skinned child was a product of the rape of the slave and the master. And then throughout times, yes, we've seen some lighter-skinned or um, slaves may have been treated better. Uh, partially because they were the descendant of the master. And then after that, as time went on, people began passing for white to try to gain privileges or to avoid the harsh treatments during that era of time. And I think a lot of resentment grew from that because seeing people of lighter skin uh, being able to pass or being able to being treated better than their um, other African-American counterparts. So I think it's definitely drawn a great division. And even as it's trickled into our times where a lot of celebrities have had their pictures photoshopped for them to appear lighter, for example, Beyonce on the cover of Mary Claire. Um, Mary Claire actually used the same photo, identical photo that British Vogue used of her and they lightened her skin as well as her hair color. And then also same things happened to um, various celebrities over the years. Uh, Rihanna, she was lightened on the cover of Vogue. And then also um, Ajwaria Rai, who is an amazing, absolutely gorgeous actress. She was on the cover of Elle India and her skin was considerably lighter. And friends of her actually said that she was considering taking legal action against the magazine because she was just so furious that they altered her to appear more westernized and of a lighter complexion. So it's not just um, a black issue or an African-American issue. It's an everyone issue. And just seeing that this ha- this happens to celebrities that uh, there's this certain stigma or standard that lighter is better. Yeah, I agree. I feel like lightening a person to alter their appearance versus maybe a lightning filter to lighten um, an image is two different things. So when you see Beyonce or Kerry Washington or these other actresses, actors, singers with a lighter appearance on your magazines, you begin to believe that lighter is better. Um, And actually an African singer, Denisha 
is um, being blasted for pushing the skin lightening cream. She actually um, does a campaign called White Tenacious, and she appears extremely lighter in her picture uh, for this campaign versus an actual picture of herself. And I feel like it's sending the wrong message to young adults. So what do you feel about that? Um, well, absolutely. I think I, I personally did not hear about that story. So I'm, I, I'm very surprised by it. But yeah, definitely like it's, tr- it's transcending, it's trickling down to other countries, other people, other races, that lighter is better. And it, to the point where it's not just a filter or anything uh, or photoshopping it's literally taking products that are harmful to your body and your skin and using them just for the sake of bleaching your skin so you can achieve some image of beauty the some standard of beauty that's really not necessarily attainable because to be honest a lot of celebrities don't even look like their photos and so I, I think it's very shocking that this is this is happening even looking now um, taking it back to America with Lil' Kim, if you see pictures of her, she looks completely different. And there's been a controversy over that over recent po- pictures she posted on Instagram. People are like, who are you? Like, you don't even look like yourself. Like, And they're taking pictures from back in the 90s and looking at them today. And it's insane that we have this standard of beauty um, or that people are feeling pressured to look a certain way that it's simply not attainable or realistic for all of us to do. And even um, I saw that Carrie Washington, she was in the April 4th issue of Ad Week, and um, she posted on Instagram talking about her, her photo shoot saying, I was taken aback by the cover, she wrote, Look, I'm no stranger to photoshopping. It happens a lot. In a way, we have become a society of picture adjusters. Who doesn't love a filter? I have had the opportunity to address the impact of my altered images in the past, and I think it's a valuable conversation. It felt strange to look at a picture of myself that is so different from what I look like when I look in the mirror. It's an it's an unfortunate feeling. And I just think that that's absolutely ridiculous that you are... Carrie Washington is absolutely beautiful, amazing woman, great actress, and even her pictures are being altered. Like this woman's beautiful, and she has pictures that even she herself has to acknowledge that she doesn't even recognize a person on the cover. And I think that's a problem when you take a picture, know you took the picture, remember doing the photo shoot, and then you looking at the pictures and you don't even recognize yourself. Exactly. So I I, I think that this is definitely an issue that we dealt with for uh, many years, a long time, and. Um, is starting to divide us as women, whether you're Latino, Hispanic, African American, um, because there is an issue with uh, Zoe Saldina, um, and she's an Afro Latina woman being casted to play Nina Simone, who is an African American dark skinned woman, and she's being attacked for getting the role. So I feel like she shouldn't need to apologize. Um, and shouldn't be attacked for it. On Twitter, she wrote, and I quote, I'll tell you what freedom is to me. No fear. I mean, really no fear. Hashtag Nina Simone. And somebody with the um, name Nina Simone Music replied to her, cool story, but please take Nina's name out of your mouth for the rest of your life. And this attack caused um, Nina Simone's daughter, Leslie Simone Kelly, to actually um, jump into her defense. And it said, and she says, and quote, it's unfortunate that Zoe Saldana 
is being attacked so viciously when she is someone who is part of a larger picture. It's clear she brought her best to this project, but unfortunately, she's being attacked when she's not responsible for any of the writing or the lies. So should she be uh, attacked for this or should she apologize for getting the role or being casted? Um, I think that I don't think she should apologize for it. And I actually read an also another article where Queen Latifah and Paula Patton came to Zoe Saldana's defense um, because a lot of people were claiming that she was performing blackface to star as Nina Simone. And she also used a prosthetic nose. Um, it's not uncommon for actors or actresses to use prosthetic pieces for a movie. Um, Brad Pitt was adjusted in Benjamin Button. If I'm not mistaken, Meryl Streep also wore a prosthetic nose for a role as well. Um, I think the difference is naturally we're talking about African-Americans instead of white people um, in roles. But regardless, first and foremost, Zoe Saldana is of African descent. Um, and Queen Latifah also said that she was quoted as saying, I think Zoe Saldana is a great actress, so I'm looking forward to it. She is of African descent. I don't see why she shouldn't play the role. I just want to see it. Get rid of the hype and let's go watch a movie. Uh, and I agree with Queen Latifah. I don't see what the hype is about it either. Um, yes, there are lots of actresses who may look more or may resemble Nina Simone more. But the reality is, for whatever reason, the casting director saw that Zoe Saldana was the best choice for this movie. And that's the thing about movies. You can play a role. It's not meant to be the exact carbon copy of a person. There's lots of movies out there where actors do not resemble um, the person they're portraying. There's times when movies are, have to change the way the character was written because they just fall in love with an actress or an actor who auditioned. And it may have been for... Um, an Asian person, but they absolutely loved a uh, Hispanic or Latin person. And so they cast them in that light. So I think it's it's a movie and it's unfortunate that she is being bashed and called blackface. And, and that's another good point. Can a black person or can a person of African descent really be considered as blackface? Really be blackface if you already walk around with a blackface. Just because your blackface is not as black as someone else's or dark as someone else's how in the world are you really doing blackface and blackface originally was used by whites to mock black people zoe saldana is trying to honor the life and legacy of nina simone she was t uh she auditioned for a role that she wanted to play and she was doing her take putting her best foot forward in that role she didn't do it to mock her to disgrace her to disappoint her to make fun of her she was doing it because obviously she ha she holds some high esteem high regard for Nina Simone and wanted to pay tribute to her uh in playing the role so I don't uh agree with the whole controversy surrounding her um and Paula Patton who is um of mixed race biracial she was quoted as saying I'm not into negativity like that it's a horrible thing to put on somebody imagine being in her shoes and enduring that it's not cool and it's not right and that's true I think we live in a society where it's real easy to get behind a computer and be a, a twitter thug a thumb thug um social media bully uh but you have to think about the person that you're bullying you're mad because of something that she can't control. It is not Zoe Saldana's fault that she was born of the ethnicity and race that she was born in. It is not her fault that her skin tone is the shade that it is. And um, I don't think she should have to apologize for that. I don't think that she should have to miss out on roles 
because of it. I think that we as a whole, as a community, need to stand together and be socially responsible um, in not being ignorant or turning a blind eye to the issues that do face our race as a whole. But I don't necessarily think that she should have to apologize for the the color of her skin. Yeah, I don't think she should have to apologize for the color of her skin either. Um, just just like a dark skin shouldn't have to apologize for the skin tone they are. Another person of another race shouldn't have to apologize for how they were born and the ethnicity they were born. So I feel like she's playing a role. She's doing it with honor. She's doing it very well. And she might have gotten that role over another uh, actress who might have resembled Nina Simone um, a little bit better. Like you said, um, yes, we do have a lot of superb actresses of darker skin tone than Zoe Saldina, but um, for whatever reason, the casting director fell in love for fell in love with her. So I feel like um, we should just. So with that, I feel like we should just all respect her talent. We should all respect the art of acting and quit the bashing. Right. I definitely agree with that. And um, also and also it takes away as a community when you divide, you can't show support in a perfect world. We would be able to look past the shades of skin tone and just watch the movie like queen latifah said just go and enjoy the movie we need to stop bashing each other we have enough criticism we face enough adversities as it is on our own so whenever our race or any race or any person of color is doing well and succeeding we should get behind them and support that because that means that we're we're finally um changing things that we're progressing as a people that equal it's really becoming more of an equal opportunity world to live in rather than be a, a hater of sorts based off of that like imagine how how much different the outcome would be if we all just said oh my gosh Zoe Saldana got the role of Nina Small I can't wait to see this movie versus mm, Zoe Saldana got that role she only got it because she light-skinned and it doesn't even make sense for her to have that role because Nina Simone wasn't light-skinned like you're dividing us as a people Instead of just supporting that years ago, Zoe Saldana probably wouldn't. First of all, years ago, there would be no Nina Simone movie. Kudos to you, Nina Simone, for, for being a great singer and a, a progressor of our race. And then also kudos to you, Zoe Saldana, for being able to be in this position that you're in, rather than us looking at ways to tear each other down and um, break each other down. And going into that, I'm going to want to mention one of um, me and Faith's favorite shows, Empire, like Shout out to Lee Daniels for making this show. It's an amazing show, um, definitely for the black community, black actors. We love this show. But we also can see some differences in that show. Um, Faith, do you want to? Yeah, the differences uh, in that show, uh, well, it um, has a lot of stereotypes with lighter skin, darker skin. The whole, uh, the whole lion family is of a lighter skin, and they're successful, and they're rich, and they're famous. And the two main characters who are dark skin, um, Becky, who is played by um, Gabrielle Sidibe, um, and La Portia, they are of a darker skin, and they are considered to be, you know, the assistant, not as successful, not, you know, as top-notch as the Lion family. They um, appear to be maybe a mindless lackey to Taraji 
or uh, Terrence Howard. So what do you think about that? Do you think that we have stereotypes um, in our community? Um, I, absolutely. I definitely think so. Um, and again, we absolutely love Empire. But that's true. Um, looking at the show, even from... Portia and Becky and comparison to Lucius and all of them but also even looking at Cookie versus Anika. Cookie's a, a brown lady Tarashi P. Henson and then you have Anika played by Grace Geely and she's a, bi a biracial woman light, lighter skin tone um, and you can see Cookie's presented to be this rough around the edges you know hood chick whereas Anika grew up um, posh and upscale with pearls debutante and all of these things and um, also so for me, as a light-skinned woman, I kind of felt a little disappointment in Anika's character just because I would have loved to, I love the fact that they're showing her as an intelligent, ambitious black woman doing it for herself. But I feel that showing that she basically she's an AR rep, but she's also sleeping with Lucius. It kind of diminished her character in a way. It's like, yes, you're this beautiful, light-skinned woman, successful, pearls, debutante, posh but you're sleeping with your boss and it, it objectifies the woman. It objectifies the black woman. It objectifies the woman and it objectifies the light skinned woman. It's like, oh, okay, well she's a light skinned chick. Of course, Lucius is going to want to be with her. Like, of course he's going to sleep with her. Oh, she got that job. She got that title because she's sleeping with the boss. And that's something that I definitely have observed and even dealt with on my own being lighter skin is that there's this image of you being this um, bougie, stuck up, snobbish, pretty little princess. And that's not necessarily the case. We have brains. We are intelligent. We are ambitious ladies. And so I just think that it's unfair to completely give off that portrayal that all light-skinned women are just these ruthless, rude, conniving, gold-digging women. And Faith, you can, on the flip side of that, the darker-skinned woman being just the admin or just the assistant, you could definitely t speak to that p point of view. I feel um, as being dark skin, it's not that stereotype doesn't um, portray to all dark skins being just mindless lackeys. Oh, all you can accomplish is being just an assistant and an admin and you're always below somebody. Um, we have, you know, uh, lighter skins who are admins. We have darker skins who are admins. We have darker skins who are successful people as well and have accomplished things as well. So going into that, I feel like when we stereotype a certain, when we stereotype a certain race or when we uh, stereotype a certain shade of a person, I feel that's where we go wrong as well as a community because, you know, we can have dark skins who, you know, might be little pritzy. We can have dark skins who are, you know, stuck up. It's not all, oh, you're light skin, you, you're stuck up. Who do you think you are? Oh, you're dark skin, you know, you're not better than me. Or, oh, you, you how did you accomplish that with being dark skin? Right. And I think it also, it takes away from the person, like going back to what we just said, or reiterating what we said, for being light-skinned, it's unfair to just put you in this bubble of, oh, you're pretty, oh, you're stuck up, oh, you're snobbish, oh, you're bougie, oh, you're this, that, and the third. You don't get a chance to get to know the person. You've already stamped them with this label. And now this person has to go in with the, this notion of them that they have to break down those walls and those barriers against them and prove to you, like, before you even get to know them, oh, I'm not all the things you think I am, and then finally let you get to know them. And on the same token, I know something that Faith absolutely hates when people say is, oh, you're pretty for a dark-skinned girl. So, Faith? Yes, that 
that is like my biggest pet peeve. And I've heard that, you know, since I was little, people would tell my mom, oh, she's such a pretty dark skin, chocolate baby, and growing up into womanhood, oh, you're such a pretty dark skin woman, you know, your shade is, you know, so beautiful. Now, I understand a good compliment. I understand, like, really bracing somebody's shade and loving their color, but to stamp it with, oh, you're pretty for I feel like it's an insult. You wouldn't tell somebody, oh, you're uh, pretty for a, a Caucasian child or, oh, you're pretty for a light-skinned child. So why would you do it for a darker-skinned person? Like most dark-skinned people are not pretty or not beautiful or not worthy. And Gabrielle Sidibe quotes, if they hadn't told me I was ugly, I never would have searched for my beauty. And if they hadn't tried to break me down, I wouldn't know that I'm unbreakable. And that quote really speaks to me because growing up, I was teased for my skin tone. Um, I was called names based on my skin tone. So like going in today, I've really embraced my skin tone. I love my skin tone. I think um, all shades are beautiful. Um, but being a dark-skinned woman, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the melanin in my skin. Right. And I'm I'm grateful for recently, like the whole Black Girl movement, Black Girls Rock movement, the whole um, Black Girl magic. Absolutely love those um, hashtags on the internet and just embracing our, our skin tones and our skin colors regardless of what shade you are. We're all beautiful. And you really shouldn't have to defend it or explain it. And I definitely think that's insulting um, across the board. Uh, I've definitely, my eyes have been opened to what others go through. And I think that's important. It's all about social responsibility, as I was saying earlier. Um, even with Zoe Saldana, yes, you know, we no one should judge her. She shouldn't have to apologize for her skin tone or anything. But as a community, we should all not turn a blind eye to the issues that are in front of us, which is racism is still real. Prejudice is still real. Um, and we should all do our part into educating others and standing up and supporting us and banding together when we see things like this happening in our community. No, you're not pretty for a dark-skinned woman. You're pretty, period. No, you're not pretty because you're light-skinned. You're pretty because you're pretty. And I think that's the thing we need to do a lot more of that support, um, not just within the black community, but across the board in all communities, in the Asian community, in the Latin community, in the black community, even in the white community, support, support, support. Um, stop, the, stop the division. There's enough of that already. And just band together um, and acknowledge the differences and do, and do what you can to change those differences. I think that if we all do our part in acknowledging the fact that there are differences, that some people are treated less uh, fairly than others. Um, and we may not be able to necessarily physically do anything about that ourselves, but if enough of us get together and support it or raise the issue, um, change can, can occur. And so, um, I definitely, um, that's one thing that Faith is doing now with her organization. Yeah, I'm starting an organi organization called Black, B-L-A-Q, and it's beginning to love my amazing qualities because just so many girls, so many women deal with uh, low self-esteem and self-doubt because people bash each other and because people criticize each other um, all the time on a daily basis. 
um, whether it's in middle school, high school, or even in the workplace as women, as grown adults. So I feel like just coming together and unifying us as women and just um, embracing each other and embracing ourselves and realizing that we're all different for a reason and realizing that we are all beautiful in our own right, in our own um, shade, in our own body type, in our own race. Right. And I think that's that's awesome. Um, We need we definitely need more people like you out there, Faith, and doing what you're doing with your organization just to embrace little girls. And I can say for me growing up, it was hard. Um, I, growing up in the South, um, I faced a lot of different from being judged, from being not liked because I'm light skinned. That's one thing that I never understood. And it's hard. Um, whether you're biracial or light skinned, I think you can uh, kind of identify with it is it's not your fault, but people will literally not like you for the color of your skin. And you don't fit in because for me personally, I grew up and I was called white girl, but obviously I'm not white. Um, so it's like, okay, you're too, you're not black enough for your black counterparts, but then you're not white. So the white, the white kids don't accept you either. And that's a really tough place to be in. People think it's all rainbows and butterflies, but it's really not. When other people make funny where even for light-skinned men out there, they're always saying that, you know, the Drake syndrome, like all light-skinned men are sensitive and poetic and cry and stuff. That's not necessarily true. There are some light-skinned men out there who are strong, like some of the strongest men you will meet. Um, and there's nothing wrong with being in touch with your feelings if you are. But I just think it's the whole people don't realize or see what the how the other side lives and what everyone else goes through. And I think if we would just be more mindful of that, that, hey, we all go through struggles. We all have insecurities. Um, it's not all grand here. And then hating someone for something they can't control is absolutely ignorant. You can't um, control the color of your skin, or rather you can if you, I guess, like this um, singer did, bleaching your skin. But if, you, if it comes to those points where you got to bleach your skin, we have a serious problem. Like, you don't need to bleach your skin. You need to go to counseling. You need to find a better group of friends, a support network, because... God created all of us. We're fearfully and wonderfully made. He didn't make a mistake when he made you, he made you in your own, his own image and likeness. And so to change yourself or to hate yourself or to hate on another person is basically to hate on God. So to make fun of a person's skin color is basically making fun of God's creation. And I know that when I die and I have to answer for God to God, I certainly don't want to have to answer for why I made fun of his creations. Yeah, I um, have a quote by uh, Muhammad Ali. Hating people because of their color is wrong, and it doesn't matter which color does the hating. It's just plain wrong. And going into uh, what you said with hating God's creation, we're all one. We're all his children. So just being, just loving each other and loving, like just loving each other and accepting each other's beauty. Everybody has their own preference. Yes, I understand that. So, you know, just because um, someone's dark skin, you may not, um, that might not be your preference. Dark skin might not be your preference. Light skin might be your preference. But just accepting somebody's preference or accepting somebody for who they are. Being the wife of an NFL player, I do have a lot of um, scrutiny about being dark skin. Um, there was an article written about me when my husband um, entered into the NFL and immediately there was an anonymous comment saying that, oh, I give it a year. He's going to leave her for a light skin, big booty girl because she's too dark. And um, that 
criticism, I feel like, is very close-minded. And when people are that close-minded, I feel like you can never um, grow as a person. You can never accept other people um, for who they are as well. I agree with you. And I think that that's horrible. And just as your friend, like having seen all the things you've gone through with things like that, uh, people scrutinize, I think that's crazy. And even the experience I've had the few times with, with you and your husband, um, going places the back in college, whenever the guy who I guess was potentially trying to be his agent thought that I was his girlfriend solely for the fact that I'm light skinned. And I'm like, no, his girlfriend is that the girl right next to him standing there like they're all coupled together or even when we went to the game one time and that man said oh are you are you his wife and I said no his wife's right there oh you must be the girlfriend and I'm like who does that like the wife and the girlfriend are not going to come to the game together and I, why do I have like to me that's insulting I don't have to be associated just because I'm light-skinned you're a beautiful bomb woman period it's not about your skin tone and so for someone a blogger to come out and say stuff like that that really upsets me just because it shows how small minded they are and how ignorant they are if they only knew um the relationship that you you all have which is founded in love if they only could see you and you're you're not only beautiful inside you're beautiful outside as well if they only saw like your marriage and the life you all created together and the fact that black love does exist and it's still going strong they would feel like a fool for not for speaking on something that they don't know basically sold solely off of the fact that your shade is not what stereotypically is seen I guess on maybe like baller wives or something yeah like there is this uh stereotypical cookie cutter beauty for quote-unquote athletes maybe just successful men in general that oh if you're successful if you made it to the top you know, Caucasian is where it's at, you know, biracial is where it's at, or light skin is where it's at. And that's not always the case. For some people, it's their preference. For some people, it's who they truly love. So um, to say he should or that person should be with somebody based on how they look is just very close-minded um, because it doesn't contain substance. You want to be with somebody because of love. Right, exactly. And so I think like my biggest takeaway from it all um, is that you shouldn't judge a person by the color of their skin, the shade of their skin, period. As a light-skinned woman, I can say for us that we're more than just our shade. We're not all stuck up, all these negative stereotypes. There's a lot of different things, a lot of good things that we're doing out here. All light-skinned women are not gold diggers. We're not bougie, stuck-up type of women out here. Um, and also, at the same time, I want to say that we should not have to apologize for the color of our skin or defend it. I think that's absurd accept it we can't change it it's not our fault um if the world glamorizes it or makes it a standard of beauty don't feel like you have to apologize every day of your life for the shade of your skin and just live your life and know that you are amazing you are beautiful you don't owe it to anything in explanation to anybody else but god himself and own it yeah and we can't help genetics I feel you shouldn't apologize for the color for the color of your skin. I am definitely not apologizing for the color of my skin by any means. So I feel like, you know, when we get to the point where we can embrace each other as human beings, that's when we become better 
and hope. Right. Um, yeah. So that concludes our first episode. Um, be sure to check us out online on Twitter. Our handle is at lipstick and tea. Our Instagram handle is at the lipstick and tea. Our Facebook page is www.facebook.com slash the lipstick and tea. And our website is coming soon. Post your questions on our social media using hashtag XLT and tune in to hear all of our great topics every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central. All right, guys, that's it. Bye. Bye.